0: This is IQMZ Tech, episode 12, recorded Monday, the 12th of November, 2018. Hello and welcome to IQMZ Tech, the show where we talk about some of the biggest tech news stories with people who are passionate about all things electronic.
1: Oh, and I'm your boy, OJJ Stone, a.k.a. Doctor, and I am not playing Call of Duty while we're doing this show, because I'm supposed to be paying attention. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm Anthony Lemos, aka Claimless Amos, because my retirement orders still have not published. I'm mad and angry,
1: and I'm going to try to smile through this weekend. Well, well you know, I want to retire, too. <laughs> I, I, I want to be a farmer when I retire. What do you want to be when you retire?
0: Um, you. I want to be you when I retire. I want to be just That'd like you when you grow up.
1: That's good. You can get the tan. We already got the same barber, so you know, we're we're halfway there.
0: <laughs> I need to visit um, the barber again, actually.
1: <laughs> I I am uh in the in the beginning stages of growing back my beard, which just means absolute scruff mm. and annoyance. Yeah. Um but before we get started on the show today, uh, we lost somebody today, man.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be a news show of any sort if we did not mention that Stanley passed away earlier today. Uh, He was 95 years old and he was a legend while he was alive. And I'm sure that's only going to extend more
1: uh, with his passing. So one shout out to CGI and graphic teams because apparently they've been taping stuff for his um, inserts into the movies so mm. they have a lot of stuff cataloged for him and now the way that they have CGI stuff he will be forever in every Marvel instance and that makes my heart smile but the main thing I like to tell people about him for me was he was my Hugh Hefner mm. like there's, there's like I feel like there's like two kinds of guys there's a guy that's like I want to be around all the babes and, you know, basically porn star slash hooker slash daddy issue, whatever. And then (laughs) there's the and no offense. Shout out to the non uh, hooker slash daddy issue girls that are in Playboy and such. But you know what I'm saying? Um, This guy created a universe of characters and he still had ladies. He had lady characters, girls dressed up in cosplay, yeah. um, having fun, family orientated. So it's like sexy. It's chic. It's nerdy. It's, it's family. Like it's, he created a world of everything. Yeah. Um, and so many of the hit base characters came from that man's mind. And he'll be missed. I mean, he's 95 years old. I'm not going to cry. He lived a life boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, oh man, it's just a, I, I saw it
0: best, I think on, uh, on Twitter earlier today. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the tweet in front of me, but essentially he lived long enough to create something, see it go through its changes, see it develop and see it take hold and see it sweep the world. Um. all while he was still alive. So his creation is going rampant throughout the world with all the Marvel stuff that's going on. And he's credited as the primary creator of most of the content. And he got to see all that. That's like a, the creative dream. Like if you're a creative person, that is your dream is to be able to see the world, love your content, and for it to be pervasive in so many cultures. So... With that uh here's a Stanley uh amazing creative mind and thank you for
1: all the comics I never read. Right? And we still got a cool catalog. We could read forever if we wanted to. That's the mm. best thing about it. The, mm. the work is still there. So R.I.P. Stanley Lee. Yeah. All
0: right. Last week we told you about the worldwide Google walkout and this week we start off with the Google's response. On November 8th, Google released a policy letter promising quote more transparency. Better care and support, unquote. They will accelerate their commitment to representative, equitable, and respectful workplace. This came a mere six days after the walkout. Is Google setting the standard for how companies should respond? Or is it a bunch of PR crap? Or is this just too little too late?
1: It was... Four days too late. I give people a 48 hour response. <laughs> you, you, you have people walk out of your business. You got 48 hours to respond. The fact that it took you five, six days. Uh, I don't like it. Secondly, the main point that you didn't put in there is the fact that we are not going to allow people to have 90 million dollar loopholes or one hundred ninety million dollars, whatever it was, whatever crazy number was. I forgot that fast. It was so absurd. Yeah, um, that was people's main issue. Like, OK, you're fired. You let go but you shouldn't get a golden parachute when you're a scumbag. So I didn't hear none of that in the apology. I didn't read any of that in the apology. I Mm. didn't see any of that address in the apology.
0: So I I didn't even really read this as an apology as much as, Oh, here's some things we should have done a while ago. And now that we got caught with our pants down, we'll
1: actually start dressing appropriately, you know? Um, And and you're going to go and you're going to, do it going forward. Again, you're saying a whole lot of general terms about things that are just ambiguous and don't have any texture to me. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, it sounded good when I wasn't listening, but when I read it <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what'd they say? Oh, they're going to, they're going to check on people and make sure that people aren't doing what they're not supposed to do. And from now on, they're going to have transparent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. That sounds,
0: it's almost a, a quiet admission of guilt is really how I take it. And that's, I don't know. Um, again, this is, I'm hoping, I'm I'm hoping this is something good that the, that the tech sector can take from it. But I mean, we're only about a year out from, from Travis at Uber doing all the crap that Uh, he did had to get forcibly removed. So I still think there's a long way to go in the, in the tech companies to really get up to speed where society needs them to be.
1: There's a lot of bro culture going on out there and no one's checking it. Yeah. And the fact that these things keep happening and so much money is being lost and so much traction and credibility is being lost and people haven't learned yet just shows the culture of the privilege. I'm not even going to say white privilege, I'm going to say rich privilege, thinking that you could just do what you want and it's going to be okay. And it's not anymore. Yeah. You know, so uh, next story.
0: <laughs> Rumors leaked this week that Amazon has finally chosen its location for HQ2, its second U.S. headquarters. Uh, cities across the nation have been pining for the estimated five billion dollars in construction and up to fifty thousand high-paying jobs of a hundred thousand dollars or more, uh, offering tax breaks and other incentives to Amazon. So where would Amazon build the fabled HQ two? How about Washington D.C. metro area and New York City, two cities where CEO Jeff Bezos happens to have houses? And right before we went live, this was actually confirmed: West Virginia. In Manhattan, or Long Island, or however that works out, I'm not a New Yorker. Str- strong
1: Island. So <laughs> let me uh, let me tell you something about this. First of all, this whole thing is a sham. Yes. If if you're of any salt or ilk, I don't care if they put their HQ in the toilet in the bottom of the ocean of Atlantis, the city. They're not going to hire people from Atlantis's toilet in the ocean in the bottom of the sea. They're going to bring people from Washington State, <laughs> Seattle, mm. uh, po- uh, poach people from San Francisco, poach a guy from Miami, and then move them out. Yeah, these fifty thousand jobs. Yeah, there's going to be like twenty thousand janitors, and then a lot of high tech people being shipped in and farmed in to the area. So, mm. I- I've I have a lot of friends that moved out to Seattle because uh, working from home at some point, you got to go to the home office. That's all they're going to do. They're going to cultivate and bring people in. These local people are going to get the shit job. So cool story. Uh, f- sorry for all the governors and mayors that made cool hip hop, rappy videos <laughs> and stuff that were going around. It was popping and locking and we're the best town in the USA and Amazon. We want you every day. Like there was people <laughs> doing crazy <laughs> stuff and uh, I, um,
0: I never took this as a, an opportunity to bring employment as much as, um, because one of the, one of the qualifiers was they wanted a city with at least a million people, which if you're bringing in 50,000 jobs and Amazon's headquarters is only just over 40,000 jobs. So I don't know where these other 50,000 jobs are going to come from, but you get 50,000 jobs, um, with people with money. And what that turns into is tax money coming in from all the sales. Well, that's fine, but these they were giving them incentives of like ten years of no property tax and and this tax and that, and and it was just some of the incentives were just crazy, and they were doing it publicly, which just shows the shame that so many of these companies or these uh, these cities were willing to put themselves through. And yeah, I tried to find some of the videos of those, but they're they're either lost or I just didn't have the patience to dig long
1: enough to find them. But yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, like I said, people took them down, but you're on the nose about that with the tax breaks and everything. It, it's just, again, it's a, it's a circus and people fall for the act. And I'm yeah. like, it's not really what you think it is, but those tax breaks, people the tax breaks that they got are, are insane. Yeah. Insane. But Amazon. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Amazon, a group of Amazon's employees working on the facial recognition software. Get this recognition with a K sent an open letter to CEO Jeff Bezos urging urging the company not to sell the software to law or border enforcement agencies. The letter, entitled We Won't Build It, cited historic militarization of police, renewed targeting of black activists, and the growth of a federal deportation force currently engaged in human rights abuses.
1: Now, if you're on the audio, you can't see me brushing my beard, but this is why (laughs) I'm growing this full man chew. I'm going to be out here looking like a between a a, a, a terrorist and a, and a just a, a, a dude that's been trapped in the woods for eight days. I'm just going to be out here growing this beard so the facial recognition can't catch on to who I am. You know what I'm saying? And then when I need to escape the border, I shave it all off and then we I, mean, I transform into two different people. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what Amazon does with this facial recognition. My I'm going to put this in a way that I make sure I don't get in trouble. An associate of mine uh, made a software for a company like a Boeing or a Lockheed or, you know, a Hammer Corporation from Tony Stark. or a Stark Corporation. I'm just making up stuff now. But he made <laughs> rec- he made software recognition that could tell uh, like they would use Michael Jordan as a model. Mm-hmm. They put a full beard on him, sunglasses, a hat. And they can still recognize out of all these pictures which one was Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and they're doing things where they're, they're, they're doing outlines mm-hmm. of ears, wrinkles in your face, mm-hmm. like. And that was five years ago. He was out in um ooh, about to say places. He was out in desert areas <laughs> testing this software and per, uh, perfecting the software. So. Amazon's late to the game on it. It's already out there in the world. It doesn't even matter. So whether you think law enforcement should have it or not, they've already got it because they've got it from other companies that they could buy it and acquire it from. Mm-hmm. But
0: that, that cool. leads me into uh, Microsoft president, Brad Smith spoke at the, for the need for regulation of facial recognition software quote, it potentially means every time you walk into a store, a retailer knows when you were in there last, what good you picked out, what you purchased, I think even that frankly pales in comparison to what it could do to relationships between individuals and the state at one point invoking the dreaded 1984. I think, uh, do you have Walmart's out there where you are? We, we do. We have uh, several, only
1: one open 24 hours a day though. Okay. So have you, <laughs> have you done the checkout at the, at any of them? Mm hmm the new checkout has a camera that's facing you and mm-hmm. recording you while you're there. Now, my thing is, our is there some kind of software in there that could tell if I'm sweating that I'm trying to steal or is it just, <laughs> is it just the camera to show me to entice me not to steal thinking, well, look, they're looking right at me. If I try to steal, they've got me on camera. I wonder what the purpose is behind them putting cameras on the self checkout register. I mean, I'm stealing regardless. They can't stop me. I'm not afraid of nobody. Well, uh, well,
0: they, they also have, the, if you, if you walk in, as you walk into any Walmart, I think it's pretty much any Walmart just below my eye level. So at about the five foot mark, there's a camera on the doors mounted into the frame of the doors. It's this videotaping everybody as they walk in and as you walk away. Um, and I think, I I mean, I don't know my sister-in-law works there. I could probably ask her if, if she knows has any insider information, which now I can't say if she, I'll talk to you offline. Um, yeah, (laughs) but, uh, but you're, you're being recorded there anyway. And studies showed back in like the late eighties, early nineties, that just the presence, the knowing presence of video recording software, in uh, the cameras, things like that deters crime by like
1: 80%. Man, I am such a criminal then. Cause it, it, it you does not phase me. me.
0: <laughs> it doesn't phase me You're not like getting
1: the Egyptian cotton sheets,
0: putting put oh, them in man. your pockets and walking out. <laughs> it doesn't phase me
1: one iota. Like, first of all, if you're making me self-check out, then that's on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I will tell you two stories that I found very interesting. So, Um, my friend had DVDs and I said, This was like six months ago. I was like, What are you doing with all these DVDs? Like, who's buying DVDs? Why are you buying DVDs? She's like, Well, I get them for five dollars, and I'm like, You got this new Blu-ray, blah 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 for five dollars? She's like, Yeah, I just go to the five dollar bin, I get that, and then I get the new DVD for twenty dollars, and then I go to self-checkout and I just scan the five dollar one twice, and I'm like (laughs) <laughs> you, you living in the Matrix, okay? I see how you do that. All right. Just got that so, figured out. So I'm I'm with my buddy and uh we have Wawa, which is like a local convenience store mm-hmm. or whatever. And again, not these these are small crimes. They're not big crimes, but I'm like, so you order a sandwich, you get a little ticket, you go pay for the sandwich, you come back to the sandwich people, you give them the ticket, you get your sandwich. He goes around. I'm like, we walk out and he's got his food. I'm like, did you even pay for your thing? He's like, oh, no, I never pay. They have a no chase policy and I just carry the ticket. When they say my number, I just throw it in the basket. They don't even look. So I just walk out <laughs> and I'm like, again, you are living in the matrix. Like it's only $5, but imagine $5 a day. You're saving on your lunch insurance. Like, cause you're not paying for your lunch. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, people be out here, man. Again, these aren't thieves or criminals. These are like regular Joe Schmo people that are just like, I'm not doing it. Just getting by. Yeah. Yeah. The, The only thing I will say that I've done before is I bought something one time and I had something that was let's say weighs a pound hmm. and it was 99 cents and I had something else that weighed a pound that was like $6. And I rang up the one thing twice and I was like, I put it in a basket. I'm like, Oh snap, whatever. And I was about to pull it back out. And I'm like, Oh, they both weigh the same. The computer doesn't know. <laughs> um, I was out of there.
0: <laughs> See, my, my moral compass has me to where I won't intentionally take anything from the store, but if something that accidentally like genuine accident happens. Like I forget it on the bottom of my card or something like that. And then I walk out the store. I'm not going to go back in to pay for it. Like, you know what? Yeah. That's, that's just life. Cause I've accidentally paid too much for things as well. So I, I figured it all works out. We, we've talked about this in your yeah. morality. It drives me crazy. But I remember one time. <laughs> well, I, I, I had that privilege to have morality. <laughs> you do. You do. I got
1: I got a I got a Ninja blender. It was 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was at Sam's Club. I went to the line. Now, I don't scan my own stuff. They scan my stuff. Mm-hmm. The girl never took it out from the bottom of my cart. They also give you a ticket. And mm-hmm. then when you get to the door, the door checker te- checks off all your items mm-hmm. and checks it. I get out to the car and I'm like, she didn't ring me up and they didn't check me at the door. Do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: See, that, that's, that's where I'm at with it. Like that's, that would have, that's, that's just fine with me. Yeah. Cause two people didn't do their job and that's not my job. Right. That's, that's just, I mean, cause yeah, it, I don't care if it's $10,000. If I genuinely meant to pay for it and you didn't charge me for it, that's not, that's not bad on me. Yeah. You need to train I, your employee. You need to pay
1: your employees better. <laughs> yep, Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, so this next story we got going on, what's going on? Should I get, should incriminate myself and go to jail?
0: <laughs> Finally, we bring you some Android news. We've been severely lacking on Android news lately. Um, starting with an update on Samsung's mythological folding screen phone. It's real. Uh, the 7.3 OLED infinity flex display. These lovely names um, it folds in half and the phone reveals a smaller screen usable like a candy bar phone of old. Wondering where the rest of it, the
1: details are so are we. So, I feel like this is an article from 2013. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really feel like some for some reason somebody just copy and pasted it and put it on a new updated article because I'm like, I've been waiting for this moment. For all my life, hold on. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but (laughs) these phones aren't real. Remember the one with the wrist and it folded and it bent and it was supposed to grab. Like, stop trying to make things that fold. People Mm -hmm. are lazy. I don't want that. Well, this is. I don't.
0: This is apparently, I mean, they got video of it. They showed it off. They didn't let nobody touch it. They didn't let, let nobody play with it or anything else, but they showed it off. And it looks, from the pictures, it looks nice. But this one animation, I'm going to bring back up this one animation. If you're on the video version, if you have an the audio version, go ahead and, and check the links. But this, this animation right here, he closes it. And then like two seconds later, the screen on the front pops up. Like if it takes you, if it takes your software two seconds to
1: realize that you're closed, well, I think he didn't hit the button. Watch his finger. He didn't hit the button for a second. Uh yeah. See it's so, thumb right there? Yep. So, yeah. So maybe closing it just turns the phone off like it would. And then you have to re wake the phone. Cause his finger definitely does press in yeah, on does. that second pop up. So I'll give it that. But again, like it's like a mini phablet, not tablet. Yeah. Like phones are so big now. I don't I don't want to fold my phone and not for nothing how much does that screen cost when it breaks? I'm not trying to pay <laughs> any more money for these phones when something breaks. Well, like how you, how you going to put a screen protector on it? You can't cause it's folded. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my my thing,
0: when I saw this, my big hang up on this was the candy bar version of it when it's closed and you just got the front screen, that's too small for, for I mean, my phone, my current phone is bigger, way bigger than that. But then when you fold it out, it's this, it's like having an iPad mini, but not really. So it's too big to use all the time, but too small to use for the things that you need an iPad for. Like, I don't know. This middling area is
1: just uncomfortable to me. Like I don't like it. Is it? Is it too big to hold? Too small to fold? You called the ghost buses and you can't control. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can't be trusted when it comes to singing songs. You cannot. You cannot. I'm so bad. Um, The 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 other thing. Wait, one thing, real quick. Um, what kind of Android do you think this is running? Like, do you think this is going to run like proprietary stuff or?
0: So the new foldable screens will be supported natively by Android OS and many other updates are coming Android developers to Android developers with Android studio 3.3. Apparently they mm. will, they've decided not to have this as a proprietary thing to put it natively in Android OS so that everybody can use it the same, which means they need to have the same screens, the same dimensions that You free it up by having it at the OS level, so so it it makes it more available to people, but then you end up with just clones of the same device over and over again.
1: Yeah, and not for (laughs) nothing. I'm sorry. It's just so comical until it just makes me laugh. You know what I want to get my hands on? The new Palm looking at this folded up in his hand and all tiny like that makes me want to try out the new palm it's the not fact tiny sit, though it's thick it's like it's like a game boy when it's folded up yeah okay so when it, when he's looking at it from the front though it looks so small and yeah. it's a shame that i think that that's small <laughs> <But> you're right <laughs> <laughs> it probably is uh thicker than a snickers but i'm like yo i just i don't know we don't need this this is not what the world needs no I, and if it and if it was. I need it for a tablet. Give me a tablet like that. Give me a tablet where I could fold it and put it away. Yeah. Small and go do something. Not my phone. I don't need my phone to be a transforming tablet. (laughs) I, I'm going to have to see this and
0: have it in my hands to, to accept that it's viable. If, if you will,
1: just like, um, just like, just like, you ain't never going to hold it. Never, never. You're, this phone's never coming out. I don't believe in this one. You,
0: you don't think so? You think like this I is d- vaporware? Like it's, it's. I,
1: I literally feel like this video came out in 2012, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you know what's true? You know what I'm talking about. You remember yeah. when foldable yeah. phones came out? This, oh looks yeah, the like little that. wristband
0: and everything else. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm willing to give this the benefit of the doubt because they have something of a display pro- but i mean i did i need to see more like i'm like you I'm said, almost there nobody
1: got to hold it nobody got to touch it nobody got to smell it
0: yeah yeah we'll see we'll see we'll get we'll give this yeah. a little while yeah
1: hey uh let's take a
0: minute to thank the sponsor of this episode you, the listener right now, oh, yeah. if you're listening yeah. to this, you can sponsor this show. Cruise on over to patreon.com slash IQMZ. Uh, this show is solely funded by our amazing audience. If you enjoy getting non-journalist, non-journalist takes and non-speaking uh, uh, people uh, on the best <laughs> of the week's tech, tech headlines, show your appreciation by tossing us a few dollars at patreon.com slash IQMZ. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and break out. This is something we've had in here for a while that we just didn't do. A fun product. I'm going to explain something that I did this week that I thought was amazing. Go ahead. Black Friday deals at Best Buy. Already in place. If you uh, have a Best Buy login, you can go in there and get your Black Friday deals right now. Well, probably about half of them, I'd say. Most of the good stuff is already on sale at Best Buy. I took the opportunity to buy a 500 gigabyte uh, Samsung... 870, 860 SSD. Ooh. It was, it was like $89. What? Yeah.
1: Open my app. <laughs> so Let I took down. that. Down now, I have
0: a 2014 Mac Mini. And as you know, those are notorious for being sluggish, slow, crappy machines. It's our family computer. The one that everybody in the family can use is kind of just sitting there waiting for people to, to log into. And nobody would use it because it's just, it was so slow. I replaced that, that 5,400 RPM hard drive that, was, that came in it with the SSD. I did it this morning. It took me about 40 minutes all told. It, it used to take like three minutes to boot up into the login screen. It installed macOS Mojave in 12 minutes. You can now log in to desktop, power on to desktop in under a minute for a four-year-old Mac mini running a i5 dual core. It's insane. Such an improvement. I have never had a less than $100 um, upgrade on a computer make such a drastic difference as that did. And I'm just only ashamed that it took me so long to do it.
1: Um, I'm about to be just like you, brother, (laughs) because I'm looking at the sales right now. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I see the one right there. 84 99 yep. brother. I'm just like, okay. So let me put that down if I get to spend it too much money. <laughs> um, I did a non-technical fun project, which is driving me crazy. Uh-oh. I built a dog house like from a company from, called From scratch is or a kit? From a, a kit. Okay. It's called it's called Canine Condo, mm-hmm. and you make it with a 55 gallon drum. Okay. And it it's really interesting. It's neat. My dog won't go in it right now, currently <laughs> right now, currently, um she's we're in a situation where she's too hyper to bring in the house. Mm. And so I've got to either wait for her to get older cause training hasn't done anything. Nothing breaks her. She's just a monster. And oh. I love pit bulls and all that mm. stuff. but she chews and she destroys, and I can't right now. Mm-hmm. So she's outside. Now she's outside right now, sitting in the rain. <laughs> while the dog house is fully covered by the awning of the house and has shelter and she just won't go into it. So, I'm just like, what are you doing, you dumb dog? And I'm so <laughs> mad at this dog. But, um, so
0: I upgraded my Mac Mini and it's amazing. You upgraded your dog and it didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> Definitely could have spent 125 hours on a hard drive and uh, been zoom zooming in my Mac Mini. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my Mac Mini right there right now. I don't really have it plugged in anymore, but I'm going to do that it, instead of spending $8 billion what, on the new Mac Mini. What, what model is it? The 2014 server, so it has a terabyte hard drive in
0: it. Yeah, mine had the terabyte hard drive and um, uh, eight gigs of RAM, which is good because you can't upgrade the RAM. Um, But yeah, I I threw Mojave on there and it is blazing fast. It's so good.
1: So, so awesome. Well, I am going to do that with my life and I'm excited to see how that works out.
0: Make sure you got a T6 Torx security
1: one with the little hole in the, the, you can get them at Lowe's though. That's where I got mine. Oh the coolest thing about this whole situation is I'm going to mail this to you after I buy the hard drive and <laughs> you're just going to do it for me and send me the thing back. I'll, we'll in there. just you know it's a priority mail I'll be there in 2 days. I mean you you you're free on the weekends, right? You're not doing anything. You got you got time. I figure you already practice, you're not going to yep, mess it up nope, see. So no, that as well.
0: That that that's legit because my my son didn't get up in time uh this morning to uh to do it with me today. So um there you go. Yep. All right. Uh, where can people find you, man? If they want to catch the status on this uh, Mac mini upgrade, I'm going to do for you.
1: Oh, doctor on everything. And if I'm not there, like I always say, it's probably not relevant yet.
0: <laughs> <All> right. And <laughs> I'm at Ethan Kane, E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E. And O doctor, we are done. Deuces. Let me brush his beard. Get that a little closer to the mic. Let the people hear it. <laughs> <laughs> mm <laughs>